Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Stan, Ro, Chino, and Emil from the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and we're so happy to announce that Wrestling Quiz Nights are finally back. Yes, we are doing it this September 23, and appropriately enough, we're calling it the Wrestling Quiz Night. The Wrestling Quiz Night. Chino, tell them more about it. So usually, before the pandemic, we'd have these once in a while. That might be your basic question-and-answer format and themes, but this time around, since I was put in charge, we're doing things a little differently. Yes, we are going to test you on your wrestling knowledge, but we will also test your wrestling fandom. What does that mean? Come and find out. It will be an interesting night of wrestling, shared love for professional wrestling on Saturday, September 23 at the Hobby Stadium. Siyempre, pag may quiz night, meron din tayo mga papremyo. You can get these cool prizes from our friends and partners, a sensational Sherry action figure from Hobby Line Toy Store, and some wrestling t-shirts from Everybody's Toys and Collectibles. And from also our partners from Hobby Stadium, they got some WWE trading cards to give away, plus some GCs. So, yun. so if you join in, you'll have fun. And then you also get the chance to win these cool, amazing prizes. Yeah, and you can play by yourself. You can grab a friend. You can be a duo or a trio or even more. You don't care as long as you drop by and come by. You can also, you know, just come and vibe with us if you don't want to play and feel the pressure of winning all these cool prizes. So once again, Hobby Stadium, New Manila, Doña Hemadi Street. And it's going to be a September 23. 8 p.m. Tickets are 350 pesos. Just come in and walk by and we'll have some fun. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Emil Nate joining you for another Thursday live stream. I, I wasn't sure kung on purpose ba yung pag-grace ni Emil ng kamay niya, and then I realized he probably lagged too. So uh, that's the type of stuff that we deal with on a weekly basis here on the podcast. Um, but we're so happy to be here. So happy to join you again for another Thursday live stream. Uh, let's just get some some stuff out of the way. We're doing this on September 21. And of course, if you're a Filipino who knows their history, alam naman natin uh, what happened on this very day, uh, all those decades ago. Never forget. Never again, you know. Um, a lot of people will say, "Nah, hey, leave, uh, leave the politics out of our sports. Leave the politics out of our wrestling. Or if we leave the politics out of our wrestling, we don't get Hulk Hogan. We don't get the Eddie Guerrero storyline where he was going up against uh, Great American JBL. All of that good stuff, right? So we, we actually don't get so much wrestling if we don't have the politics involved. So uh, we we do mention all of these things because it is our duty as Pinoys, as Filipinos, to be aware of our history and to make sure that we don't uh, repeat a lot of the mistakes of the past, a lot of which we are repeating again. Kaya inulit natin, never forget, never again. All right? So if, you, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, like a long, long time before the pandemic, uh, you would know that we never stayed away from politics. We just stopped talking about it a little more because, you know, a lot more wrestling happened during that time. But uh, we, we never stayed away from it. We never stopped 
joking about it. We never stop. We we always talk seriously about it. I'm sure Emil and uh, other longtime listeners would know. Uh, so if you are new to this and uh, you're surprised now, oh, these guys are talking about politics, Philippine politics, then uh, hello. Uh, this is what we do. This is who we are. This is who we always were. So mm-hmm. uh, if you don't like it, you can get to step in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some plugs. We have a lot of stuff going on, guys. Seriously, we're so excited to uh, see you guys again in person on Saturday for Quiz Night, September 23. Babyface producer Jasper, let's put up the slide and invite people one last time to Quiz Night happening on Saturday, September 23, 8 p.m. Sahabi Stadium. That's on the corner of Doña Hemady Street and E. Rodriguez Avenue in QC. Yung uh, Erod sa may New Manila, not Erod as in C5. But, you know, no one calls C5 Erod. But just to be clear... Ways New Manila. Ways Yeah. So uh, tickets are 350 pesos. May kasama yung iced tea at marami tayong prizes na ipapamigay. Um, among them, you've got t-shirts from everybody's toys and collectibles. Some GCs and t-shirts courtesy of our friends from Hobby Stadium. Meron din tayong WWE trading cards. A whole box of them. Na I, I'm sure tatas yung value because if you have been following the news, WWE terminated its deal with Panini. So now they're going to be moving to Fanatics. So this will probably be among the last batch of trading cards na, na WWE and Panini. So you might want to get that before uh, before they go away. And we've also got a sensational Sherry action figure brought to you by our friends from Hobby Line Toy Store. So marami tayong papamigay. Uh, if you were checking out the pre-show in the Nancy Road that we already have some teams who have expressed their intent to join Wrestling Quiz Night. I'm so excited be, uh, to be hosting this. So makita-kita tayo sa Hobby Stadium on Saturday night. Um, you can join on your own. Pwede ring may tag team partner kayo. Pwede trio. Pwede four or five people. That's the max. Four or five people. And uh, we're, we're hoping that everybody just has a good time on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, it's also going to be a, a wrestling hangout. Um we have at least one confirmed MWF personality other than myself and Stan, right? So if you want to hang out before the show on the 24th on Sunday, we have Todo Yang Laban, which we'll plug at the end of the stream. Uh, if you don't want to play, that's fine as well. You know, you don't want to feel the, the pressure, the the tension of trying to win these awesome, awesome prizes from our partners. All right, and then you can hang out with us. You can just vibe with the local wrestling community. Because at the end of the day, this is what it's all about as well. We just uh, we are just creating more and more events that were you know back in business to for all of us to hang out. Because um, we we're all we've got. <laughs> so, so we'll see you there, and you know, let's have fun. All right. Uh, we've also got our Pasabay Run, which we're about to open next week. Sobrang daming good feedback from our customers who took part in our trial run from last month. So we were formally closing yung, ano, yung first batch and we're doing it again at the end of the month para sakto sa payday, may konting sweldo tayo to uh, indulge ourselves on our favorite merch from mga authorized and legit stores like WWE Shop, Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, if you want to buy from Shop AEW, pwede rin namin asikasuhin yan for you. And we've also got uh, even yung mga um, medyo obscure like if you didn't know that Roots of Fight has wrestling merch yes they do and it, it is also official you want to get stuff from Suplex Apparel we can also make that happen for you bring them here to the Philippines and for our wrestling wrestling podcast patrons because they're already supporters of the podcast and what we do they get a special discounted rate for our service fee so yun, um, it's basically you're paying basically what you have to pay when you buy, but uh, if, you, if you do it through us, you just get a little bit of a service uh, commission. Because, of course, for you. But uh, we, we do promise that it, this is all authentic and legitimate wrestling merch, which uh, being on the other side of the world. So uh, if you want to know more, hit us up, facebook.com slash, uh, slash wrestling wrestling podcast. That's where all the good stuff is happening. Yeah, uh, we'll start it um, next week, which is technically the end of the month. Para pagdating na, pagdating na next month, um, it's also uh, right on time and on schedule with your paydays. We know how much you you would like to spend your hard-earned work money on on your on a beautiful wrestling merch. Yeah, sakto rin siya for Halloween. If you want to go dressed up oh, as yeah. LA Knight or whatever, diba? it's the perfect mm-hmm. time to bust out that new LA Knight t-shirt. Yeah, we, we can even buy you shoes of a champion if you, you, know, if, you if you so inclined. Masabayaran niyo kami. Oh, <laughs> mga guys then. Uh, we've also got the NXT No Mercy Watch Party, which is happening as part of our patron community. So that's happening September 30. Emil, tell the people what they get if they're part of our patron community, aside from the discounted service fee rates for uh, the Pasabay. 
Alright, so madami pang benefits, no? Ang pagsali or pag-subscribe sa aming Patreon. Again, it's at patreon.com slash wrestlingwrestlingpodcast. First of all, it's $5 or $260 to $270 pesos in our local currency like Stan said here. Doon sa pasabayas, meron tayong, if you're part of that of our Patreon program, you'll get some uh, friendly rates on the service fees. You'll also uh, get the chance to join in on our Discord community where, like Stan mentioned again earlier, we will have... Possibly, we will have the NXT No Mercy Watch Party, so you can join in on all the fun uh, on on our Discord server, and you can also interact with your fellow podcast and talk to us about anything and everything under the sun. Also, uh, we have the this uh, the Patreon also have the uh, review content of the weekly wrestling shows courtesy of Row and Row and ASH, uh, like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Collision, and everything. And uh, you know, and all all of the weekly wrestling shows uh, that we see on TV every week. And uh, lastly, by uh, subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here in the pod. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, let's say hi to one of our regular listeners, Kit Gutierrez, formerly hey. of the Maneuvers. Hey. If you know who the Maneuvers are, but the <laughs> UMD at Street Voice, yeah. uh, like Shinsuke Nakamura says, he knows about your back. So, what's up to Kit? Uh, whenever you're listening to this, thank you for keeping us on your rotation as you pick up your kids from school, man. Really appreciate hey. it. Yeah. All right, uh, let's. <laughs> and those who the maneuvers are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, b- before we reveal our age too much, let's talk some wrestling and let's start with some big news that just dropped Walapang three hours ago. WWE has announced that Elimination Chamber 2024 is going to be in Strea. It's going to be in Perth, yeah. down under. Uh, fe- February 24, 2024 That is the date uh, I'm assuming 8pm Kasi lagi namang 8pm And yeah. basically for the first time ever We're getting a WWE premium live event In our time zone Kasi it's plus 8 GMT then in Perth Which is our time zone in Manila Yeah, uh, we don't have to wait You don't have to wake up early You don't have to stay up late uh, Finally <laughs> I get to work normally <laughs> Yeah, you get to work normally <laughs> yeah. Nobody has to nobody has to buy any coffee or unless you know you have a different sleeping schedule. So really happy about this. Um I have never been to Australia, but I I might even consider making the trip because you know, uh we've never I've never seen a, a premium live event before. You have, uh, but the great many of us have not. So um I think now is a good time as any. I think they're finally after what, 50 years, I think. 50 or so years are finally living up to the first W in WWE or what it used to be. And I like this. This is a great move. Um, uh, why why couldn't we get premium live events, big events in places outside the U.S.? Why can't it be, um, you know, not just in the U.S. or the U.K.? Like these markets. Pero Shemper, I know like maybe you're not going to do it in Singapore. Maybe one day you will. Maybe you won't. Um we could, they could. I mean, you know, considering all the um, surrounding neighbors who could fly into Singapore and go catch a, a PLE from Singapore, I think if this succeeds, then um, they might be even more open to doing these kinds of events in our side of the world. Now, um, finally, uh, it's you fucking Americans who finally have to stay wake up early just to just to go catch um, a big. Uh, WWE event, which is also pretty big, I say it's like in the middle of the road to WrestleMania, diba? So, buti naman sa inyo, kami naman, kami naman ng ano, ang hindi kailangan gumising na maaga. So, really like this. I hope it succeeds so we get more. And uh, if you're able to make the trip to Australia, do that so that the WWE knows na may power um, ang kompanya to uh, to you know draw people from the Southeast Asian and Oceania region. Yeah, uh, really huge even for the Australian roster. The bang dami naring Aussies on the main roster. People like Rhea Ripley, Grayson Waller, Indy Hartwell, and Emma, just to name a few. So uh, Dakota Kai is from nearby, from New Zealand, diba? So to bring all of those uh, wrestlers on their roster to have a huge homecoming, uh, kahit na sabi mo hindi sila taga Perth, diba? it's still Australia. So uh, napakalaking bagay talaga for um, the, the Australian scene uh, that WWE will be bringing an actual premium 
same live event to their shores. I'm not sure if Super Showdown counts because if you if you guys remember, yeah, it was streamed on the network, but it was kind of like uh, a house show that they just streamed. It's not an official PLE unlike Elimination Chamber that has history na talaga that has actual stakes heading into WrestleMania. You go, Emil, do you have any thoughts on this? Oh, this, is, this is great news. And one thing that I like ever since Triple H took over is um, they are now open to doing PLEs outside of the U.S. I mean, we saw it with the Elimination Chamber this year in Canada or in mm. uh, Backlash in Puerto Rico and Money in the Bank in London. So, you know, um, at some point, Siguro, we will get almost every PLE now, the, every major PLE outside the U.S. And that's great because WWE, the first W in WWE stands for world. So dapat lahat, you know, like everybody can get a chance to see a WWE show and, you know, diba malay natin one day, you know, like libre lang mangarap. So one day, magkaroon din ng PLE dito sa Pilipinas. You know, we, you know, sa we, Filipina if, Rina, Emil? Pumunta ka, Filipina <laughs> Rina. <laughs> No, I'm sure That's a lot another... of people would. No, a lot of people would. Uh, we might not because it's Philippine Arena, but you know, a lot. Of, I mean, you. I think you've seen for yourself then. That, I know, people would. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's so, true. so we we hope that uh, these PLEs succeed and they draw people so that we can get more countries uh, in the next few years to come. Yeah. No, Bruce is right. No, Bruce. Uh, Why are you making the no allows energy? joke though? No, 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 no. No, We're, no Bruce. Uh, WWE has it even better than the NBA because now they're going around the world where uh, the NBA is not. So, take a look. The NBA, the N in NBA stands for national. It never said oh. world. Yeah, but they were the world champions at some point, diba? So No, they don't call uh, it the world champions yeah, no, anymore. Some point, they used to call it the world were. champions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So at least the WWE is now living up to its world heavyweight championship, diba? So. Fine. Timely Noah Lyles reference. Yeah, I'll give you that. All right, uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Let's start where we usually start, which is like the previous weekend. The Rock came back. Pat McAfee appeared. And Austin Theory, like The Rock and Pat McAfee, that's it, black sando. So uh, what did you make of this surprise appearance, Emil? Did you pop when you heard The Rock's music? I mean, yeah, but it's just funny na his his uh his uh, family's uh, falling apart and then his daughter is in a cult, pero he returns for Austin Jude. <laughs> Someone made that tweet and it just struck, uh, just you know made me laugh. But yeah, it's a it's a nice surprise. I mean, who doesn't want to see The Rock? You know, he's one of the greatest of really all time. See CM Punk doesn't want to see The Rock either. I don't really care. <laughs> Yeah, but he's these one mga appearances It's fine. Like I have, and you know, he did his thing, and you know, he uh, he tra- talked trash to Austin Theory, and it was a nice pop for the crowd. It doesn't really mean anything long term, other than it's just a nice surprise that he uh, came back. So it, I'll take it for what it is. Yeah, it was a nice one off. Mm. Ro, I know you don't care for The Rock or him making an appearance, but this really did drive ratings up, especially yeah. for that segment. Yeah, um, no, I did, I did watch the segment, and I can I, I gotta give him credit. Like the man still knows how to command uh, a crowd, a wrestling crowd, and um, after all these years, I mean, nobody nobody really hates The Rock. I mean, he's been a, a good um, he's been a good role model for around the world. I mean, even though he's what um, mainly a clout chaser for all that stuff, but I'm, uh, why did you only buy your mom a new house uh, way after you made mu- made millions of dollars, Eva? So what, what's up with that, right? So um, yeah, people love the Rock. People love uh, his his shtick. Uh, people love the the juvenile stuff. He, he, he got an entire arena to chant, "You are an asshole." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the command of the crowd that I was talking about. So magaling parin siya dun. He's also pretty impressive. He is like the the fittest. WWE a wrestling legend I've ever seen like Hulk Hogan at The Rock's age right now uh, did not look like that right? so uh, whatever Rock is on um, would, would, is, is doing great for him so that's pretty cool um, I mean it, it, it's The Rock I understand why people like it I understand people uh, you know popping major for him uh, I, I I like him a lot more outside of WWE outside of wrestling I say um the The Rock's character has never changed over what thirty years, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a good point. 
Yeah, I mean, he's still the same rock as you've seen 20 years ago, diba? He's just he's just uh, a Hollywood star now, diba? So, um, yun naman. I mean, but for people, yeah, for a lot of people, that's okay. Uh, that's what, you know, that's their comfort rock, I guess. Comfort wrestling idol, uh, comfort wrestling uh, all goat, if you will. So, I, I can't begrudge them for that. But to me, uh, it, it doesn't do me anything. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't move my needle, if you will. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I get it though. But uh, I think the bigger thing I would like to focus on is Austin Theory uh, still, you know, um, not doing much for himself. Like, oh, he, he gets to be the, he gets to be the punching bag for all of these guys, and Pat McAfee. And uh, after this, like, nobody still cares about Austin Theory. So that's pretty sad because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a big, I'm kind of an Austin Theory fan. So, I do want him to succeed, and this was designed for him to be talked about. But Shampoo uh, people are still focusing on The Rock and the other legends he has appeared with. Yeah, like John Cena, him and Cena having that moment on SmackDown, right? and then of course Pat McAfee, who apparently was the reason why The Rock uh, even got to appear on SmackDown because yeah. The Rock was guesting on the Pat McAfee show, which was held in Denver, and they were in Boulder, Colorado. Now apparently, malapit lang sa isat isa. So I want to mention Albert here, who said na it's the writer's strike. Yeah, actually, go out ng writer's strike. Yung pagbalik yeah. ni John Cena and The Rock, uh, we can't ignore that at all. Uh, apparently, The Rock also mentioned uh, on the Pat McAfee show over the weekend that uh, he was pencil written to do Roman versus Rock at WrestleMania 39, but they didn't on how the best way to make the match would be. And apparently, The Rock also said on the Pat McAfee show that he's open for WrestleMania 40. Because we don't know how long this writer's strike is going to last. <laughs> it's probably lasting longer already than the 2008 one, to be very honest yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, it's pretty long. No, it's pretty long. Diba? Ang, ang haba na nitong writer's strike na to. So, kumabot pa to ng road to WrestleMania. Holy crap! What about The Rock at WrestleMania 40? I guess you could thank AI for this. Uh, not Alan Iverson, but <laughs> artificial intelligence, diba? So, uh, thank you, uh, the threat of artificial intelligence for bringing The Rock back, I guess. So, Skynet uh, kasi. Yeah. It's funny, you know, I, I, I'm here for the... I, I don't care about The Rock doing the Roman Reigns match, but I am pretty... Invested in how funny this is for Cody Rhodes. Yo, sabi ni Aaron, kawawa naman si Cody, di naman tatapos yung story. That's funny. That, that, that to me is funny. Uh, I have to finish the story. But uh, no, it also depends on um, whether or not they can find the story. Like the, 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 the story for The Rock. I say, um, Kaz on the last episode of uh, the Mass Man show, he was telling a story. He said, apparently he was consulted to do the, the, the Red Notice. But Red Notice. Yeah. Uh, the Red you Notice. Activation uh, Survivor in, Series. Yeah, tie in for WWE. So he had all these ideas to bring The Rock back and you know write him in the story. And then the, the Rock's people said, nah, um, he doesn't feel that. You know, it doesn't work for him, brother. Um, he there. He wants to do a certain. He he wants he wants the story to be good. Basically, um, in a matter of speaking, that's that's cool. Like, sure, but dapat ni dapat ano lang any any lang yung yung pagsurot sa which is totally fair. I, I guess um, that was still Vince's time, so it does have to be. Uh, there might have been an air of reservations, uh, when it comes to Vince's writing, but uh, so they ended up with the whole golden egg thing because Rock wouldn't come in because he was particular about how he wanted to be written. So. Um, it's a lot better now, for sure. And uh, I'm sure the Triple H's creative team would be able to find a way para ma, ma para isali si Rock di sa ano, sa story. But um, there's still also a big possibility that you know the strike ends before then, or nobody can still come up with a way to bring Rock back and have him uh, look good, or you know to have it all make sense between him and Roman and the family. So a whole lot of these different factors. So may pag-asa pa si Cody. Malay natin, di ba? Yeah. Are you mad uh, yeah. on Cody's behalf? <laughs> no, it's just it's just funny as well. I mean, poor guy. But like it's malayo pa naman tayo from Mania to parang it wala pang sigurado eh. Like like Rose said, we we never know when the strike is going to end or whether or not they can actually convince The Rock to come back and do this story with Roman. Pero iniisip ko then they can do Rock versus Roman without the title. So you know, they, they, maybe they can circumvent something around that. Like maybe Cody's moment can happen a bit sooner rather than 
Mania, so that he, he, he finally get to finish his story and you know all 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 that is done. So we never know. Um, it's way too early to to say what will happen. But like I trust naman, you know I trust them to to do what what is right and to do what will make people happy come WrestleMania. Yeah, matagal pa, matagal pa. Uh, more than a year away pa ang WrestleMania 40. So based on that, are you saying that uh, Cody can't make people happy the way Rock can? So who 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 Ooh. is a uh, no? Yeah. Who okay. is uh, who is more joy inducing between the two of them? Like I want I want to ask I, the rest then, like people um, watching this, listening to this, who who would make you happier? Honestly, Cody, because he's. You know, we've been watching him in the last year. You know, we saw how he lost at Mania and wasn't able to finish his story. And now he's on that road again to try to finish his story. Must my investment with the Cody character rather than The Rock. Because, you know, The Rock isn't really present to, you know, to make me invest in a possible match with him and Roman. Cut to The Rock pulling a Katy Perry and saying, I can do what he can do so much better. I agree. Um, I at this point, you know, between him and uh, between Cody and Rock, do not like Cody, diba? Like, um, ito yung may totoong progression. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, um, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, hopefully they get Rock to agree to something that's really, you know, it's really substantial, like the way mm-hmm. they did Rock Cena all those years ago. Pero siempre uh, lamang si Cena doon. So I hope that you know Rock can bring some gravitas finally to whatever. Uh, role he's playing in the story. Uh, you know, naman ang kulang talaga sa kanya, eh, diba? Uh, he's always been jokes and catchphrases and uh, yung barabara niya, diba? So, uh, I, I just want him to, you know, <laughs> I just want the, the, the Rock's character to finally catch up to who, he, who Dwayne Johnson is in real life. Diba? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Again, uh, it's still a long ways away. So a lot of moving parts, literally, uh, for, for all of this. Para lang masetal come WrestleMania 40. Let's take a break. When you come back, we'll talk about uh, a report about what Vince McMahon thought of WWE prior to the sale. Uh, we'll also talk about the reported John Cena versus Solo Sikoa match for January. And we'll talk about Kevin Owens. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on the Pod Network. Let's talk about the WWE and um, a, a few effects of the merger with the UFC, the best part of Endeavor. So first off, there were some layoffs in the wake of the merger happening over the last week. I'm not sure if you guys were able to touch on that nung last uh, live stream. Uh, I think the notable name that uh, was a part of the mass layoffs was Dana Warrior, who was removed from the writing team. So she's no, long, no longer employed by the WWE. Uh, but another thing that... Uh, came out from the reports from the last few days is this report that na saying si Vince Dow he claimed in a uh, in an employees meeting at WWE headquarters that he felt WWE had stagnated which is uh, one of the reasons why he sold it like uh, he felt that a sale would probably help WWE get to the next level so Igauro what's your take on this having observed the business for as long as we have that's bullshit like uh Everyone was reporting that Triple H was setting new records about people were, you know, uh, you hear these reports almost every week now. Okay, uh, this week's Raw was like the best uh, in uh, in this particular city over in history. Right? Or uh, this this pay-per-view, this PLE was the best gate, was the best attendance in uh, in stadium history, in, in city history. Right? So that's fucked up. Uh, Obviously, um, there is some undercutting happening here from the old man, and they're downplaying the Nick Khan because, if if they, you know, if word gets out that there's a power struggle, I mean, obviously there's a power struggle, but if they play it up, diba, and and make it plain that there is one, um, who knows what will happen to the shares, diba? So um, it's all a mess of capitalism. It's a capitalism game, and um, it's fucked up. Uh, I don't know. If they had, you know, if Nick Khan and Triple H had any power to stop it, but um, here we are now. You know, I think Ari Emanuel right now is trying to keep the status quo. So, sana um, I hope that there's no, you know, internal or external pressure to bring Vince back. Um, there's also one more thing, pala. Um, if Vince ever, you know, gets uh, uh, convicted of all his whatever of all his controversies, of all his allegations, whether he has to pay civil damages or criminal, uh, he, he has to serve time, right? 
that's obviously going to stop his return, his his big return to WWE. So uh, at this point, and not just because I want him, I don't want him to come back, but also Shepard for justice for the people that he has uh, violated and wronged over the decades of a, uh, let's hope that justice gets served and uh, we all go back to enjoying, um, you know, the wrestling product that we love without, you know, work, worrying about any problems or whether or not this toxicity is going to hang over it. Before I get to Emil here, I just want to preface by saying that, of all when I say all, us here on the stream, on the podcast, we all know just the same amount of stuff. I don't know any more yeah. than these guys, even though you know I, I, I work with WWE as well. Uh, what I will say is that um, if you want like insight into the sale that you can only get from someone who's really in the trenches, go check out your interview with Nikan with Bill Simmons. Uh, it came out sometime last week on Bill Simmons' podcast. And no, we're not affiliated with The Ringer. It's just that they have so much good wrestling coverage over there uh, that, that's the type of coverage we aspire to be dito sa wrestling wrestling podcast go check out that interview between Bill Simmons and Nick Khan kasi marami rin sinabi si Nick, si Nick Khan who is by uh, by, um, by and large a company guy but the way that he says it uh, ano naman very compelling naman uh, mapapakinig ka naman and you'll be like okay I kind of understand something so obviously he's not gonna reveal all of his cards in an interview even though friends sila ni Bill Simmons but if you really wanna know that's a resource that's readily available for everybody See, Emil, go. Um, I I agree with Ro. That's a lot of that's a load of BS. Carney's gonna Carney, I guess. And uh, we all we all know Vince said the things he said to make himself look good. Cause it's you know, halatana na under Triple H, the WWE is having so much success all across the board. I mean, record numbers, products getting good. So in a way, Vince feels like he needs to. Boost his ego by undermining all of the success under the Triple H reign. Um, so ano lang, um, you know, um, def- definitely men on power struggle, and I-, I just hope, you know, I just hope things like the the best outcome of all of this is Vince be accounted for all of the things that he has done. And again, justice as well for all the victims na na victim niya before. So he still is. I think he's still under uh, investigation or may mga charges against sa kanya. Na I think may reports pa na lumabas over the week uh, for the, of those uh, of those uh, allegations or or cases. So you know, um, you know, naman you never finish ko about it. Like you know, he said this to make himself feel better. I guess. All right, uh, from stuff happening outside of the ring, balik tayo sa loob. Let's talk about uh, this report that came out. Uh, I believe it was Fightful Select or uh, Dave Meltzer, one of one of them, that report earlier this week that John Cena versus Solo Sikoa is apparently being set. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. For this Royal Rumble in January. So they already laid the pieces in place with a Grayson Waller effect. Uh, you have John Cena already messing with the bloodline and with Jimmy Uso, whose allegiance is still questionable at this point. Uh, Emil, how do you feel about Solo being put on the same stage that Grayson Waller and LA Knight have been just this year? Oh, this is a big test for Solo Sikoa. Because uh, it's been obvious that they have been trying to to test him like if if he's going to be uh, a main eventer or someone who's going to be um uh in higher up on the card and this is a this is a good test for him is what he's up against 
what they say is the greatest of all time and it's uh very you know very very reminiscent nung uh like they they're really going for the um, maybe for the omaga comparisons kasi uh this a lot of people were also also pointed this out on social social media na you know uh years ago we also had John Cena versus Omaga and now next year we're going to have John Cena versus Solo Sikoa and i feel like that yung, yung 2007 that was a star making match for Umaga so maybe this is going to do the same for Solo Sikoa here and after this he can be a bigger star than he is now yeah uh deserve the deserve um You know, Solo was the one, well, the guy that they rocket strapped straight from NXT 2.0, 2.0 pa eh, to uh, yeah. to the main roster, and uh, he has quietly delivered. Like um, he doesn't make, you know, he doesn't make a big deal out of it. You don't really see uh, people raving about uh, uh, Solo Sikoa match being five star, but um, he's been really good. Like he knows how to hold it down in the main roster. He's he's understood how WWE and how major leagues on TV. Want to uh, have their guys perform and wrestle, so um, he's been a real underrated dude uh, from the bloodline and you know from the performance center. That um, I think this is going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a lot more uh, emotionally compelling than John Cena versus Austin Theory, unfortunately. But so uh, looking forward to this. Um, obviously, um, they were setting up. Solo as eventually the Batista of the Bloodline. Well, you know how he rolled yet when he came in, right? So um, that's going to be the big face turn somewhere down the line uh, with Roman Reigns as the Triple H, right? So uh, I like this. I like this a lot. And uh, not the money that I, so I I want the writers to keep striking because obviously they need to, you know, go back to making a living for themselves. But it's sad that, you know, um, this is how we get... Uh, John Cena back into wrestling almost, almost kind of full time. Pero, uh, um, he's more invested in it now this year than he was in the past few years. Yeah, I think the bigger takeaway for me is how uh, just this year alone, John Cena has been elevating all of these younger stars. Or in the case of LA Knight, someone who hasn't been on the same level as himself. So, LA Knight, Grayson Waller, Austin Theory, now Solo. It's just amazing that John Cena is now in this role. And I know he's been in this role for quite some time. But uh, if, if you grew up and literally watched the rise of John Cena, it's another one of those reminders now. We are all getting very old and getting closer to yeah. death. Uh, we've got Kevin Owens as well, uh, who is not a reminder of our age, thankfully. Uh, Kevin Owens is actually one of the best written characters on Monday Night Raw. Uh, if you pr- paid attention to the segment, nila, you had Cody and Sami Zayn, who are very much in the mindset that they can forgive Jey Uso, they can give him a second chance. See, Sami is very self-aware that I was a recipient of those second chances. So, you know, KO, why don't you do the same? But si KO is very stubborn, he's very hot-headed about it, very emotional, and also for a good reason. Because KO is the character who pays attention, diba? He's the one who uh, five times shang the victim ni Jey Uso and ng bloodline. And then he also watched how Cody and Sami were all deprived of their shot to be universal champion because of the actions of the bloodline. So I really love how KO is being written here. Yes, as Glendale points out, Kevin Owens is Mr. Hashtag Never Forget. So uh, Emil, um, given the way that KO is being written and how angry he is towards Jey Uso, what if he's the guy that gets traded to SmackDown? Because he's not there, he's not That's, that's going to be rough. That's going to be rough because him and Sammy are... Right now, they are a tag team, even though they have lost the tag team titles. That that is definitely going to be an interesting development if that happens. Because he's the guy that can't stand Jey Uso, so what does he do? He goes to the other show, you know. So um, that can happen. No? And because you know, we have no compensation, we have no narinig na someone who from Raw is going to be traded to SmackDown in exchange for Jey Uso. We all thought it was Cody, but apparently it's not. So you know that's just that. Palang abang pa natin yung kusini yon. But like, I am so invested in this scale character. Like, um, I thought when I was watching it, 
like I thought it was parang naisip ko it was kind of hypocritical of him to to not give Jey Uso a second chance considering uh he gave Sa- he gave Sami the, that second that very second uh, second chance earlier this year and then you know you guys helped me point it out na he's just human may mga tao talaga na kaya nating bigyan ng second chance may tao talaga na hindi it's very human nature that's why he's the the best character right now in WWE because he's the most relatable character in there, you know? Sammy used to be the best character in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> then they won the championships <laughs> and then he turned face. Uh, but yeah, I agree with all of that that you guys said. Um, there is a level of self-awareness that I don't think I've ever seen before all of this. Like before Triple H came in, before, um, you know, the, the Usos turned face or, you know, at least one of them turned face. So it's all good. It's all really good. Uh, I think, yeah, because our, uh, the Emil example thing um, goes to show you that this is this kind of characterization, this kind of writing. You know, we've always been used to the black and whites of uh, and the occasional gray areas of um, traditional pro wrestling writing. Right? Uh, you got you got a face, you got a heel. The face does good no matter what. He's a Boy Scout like Superman. Then the heel is always bad. Uh, he does bad things because he's bad. He's evil because he's just evil. And now, slowly but surely, uh, we're changing that. Right? And it, coast, it it shows in how we're still grappling with these questions. Now, we need to be told by other people. Now, okay, this is how this is how human beings behave. Right? And that's really great. Uh, I think AEW got the jump on this before WWE really did. Like, uh, If anything, AEW was really the pioneer of exploring... Uh, the uh the gray areas the three dimensions of a human personality of a human psyche right? so uh it's really good and i think um this is i would say a lot of old heads would say now oh you know wrestling 20 years ago 30 years ago was the best but right now to me this is um almost peak um it's not it's not the same in terms of star power but the way that we are being treated by Triple H's WWE and at some points then Tony Khan's AEW. Uh, this is really good. Um, I couldn't ask for better, uh, better creative from both companies. Shepard, uh, it's not perfect. Obviously, it's not going to be perfect uh, all the way, but it's a hell of a lot better than it was what ten years ago, right? Yeah, uh, 10, 15 years ago was right around the time na ito mga TV writers, yung mga galing Hollywood, pumasok sa loob ng WWE creative team. So, having yung ganitong klaseng storytelling na three-dimensional characters, ito yung feeling yung effect ng mga TV writers from outside wrestling? Oh, definitely. I, it's not the writers mismo. Like, diba, remember, we listened to Freddie Prince, diba? and Freddie Prince has always told stories of, you know, they have good ideas. It's just that um, the guy on top the guy up top would always change his mind so much and then he would go uh, with whatever whim he had. Right? So I think in your problem, see Vince, who was calling the shots back then. Right? It never was the TV writers. I think we just like to blame TV writers because they, they, weren't, they, they weren't all wrestling fans. So it's easy to point fingers at them. Mm-hmm. You go, Emil. Your thoughts? Um, yes, yeah, same, same thoughts here. Because uh, you can write as as great of a material as you you can you can write, but if the man if the man upstairs doesn't like it, then what are they? What are Like it, it's not gonna translate on TV. But now I think there's more creative freedom, not just to the writers, but also to the wrestlers, to think of ideas, to think of ways they can portray their character. So must my freedom kesa before where the buck stops with Vince. Like if Vince doesn't like it, then you know, there's no chance your thing is gonna gonna go on TV. But now, you know, it's it's more of a collective effort now than before. Damn, Emil, uh, missed opportunity to say no chance in hell. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take one more break. When we come back, some huge title changes on AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, and we'll talk about some unfortunate injuries that happened along the way as well. But first, another word from our podcasts on the Pod Network. 
Let's go over to AEW and talk about Eddie Kingston finally becoming the Ring of Honor World Champion. So after a, what, 21, 22-year career, the Mad King now holds a world title. And a huge win for him after a fun match against Claudio Castagnoli. A lot of people were pointing out that uh, the attires nila were uh, tributes to some of the four pillars diba, of uh, the King of King's Road style in Japan. Diba? Sina, uh, Kawada, whose colors Eddie Kingston was wearing. Uh, Misawa, whose colors Claudio was wearing. So lots of good stuff here. And then Eddie Kingston now being a double champion. Diba? New Japan Strong Openweight Champion. The now Ring of Honor World Champion. To me, it kind of feels like this is their version, AEW's version of the World Heavyweight Championship. Do you feel that, Emil, seeing now, okay, let's give Eddie Kingston like a trial run with the Ring of Honor World title? Oh, yeah, definitely. This is uh, this is like their second World Championship under their belt. But it's not as grandiose and prestigious as their World Heavyweight World Championship. So, yeah, like I actually, last week when we were predicting... Uh, Grand Slam, like I was saying, I don't want this to be the end of Eddie Kingston's journey to becoming, uh, you know, to finishing his story. Because I really want him to win the AEW World Championship. And then now I think about it, yeah, maybe they can test the waters to see if he's going to be a credible and great world champion by giving him the ROH World Championship. So let's see what we can, let's see what Eddie can do with it. And then we'll go on from there. I mean, Pero still, I want him to still win the big one, which is the AEW World Championship. But this is a nice little, you know, nice little uh, end to a chapter in his story. Yeah. Mm. Neil, uh, you're aware that Misawa's dead, right? So how, how did he, how did he request Kingston to finish him with a power bomb? Uh, did he go to a medium? <laughs> So I don't know how did how did that request happen? Can you tell me what I don't know? Yeah, uh, Misawa's been dead since Kawada. Yeah, Kawada. Yeah, because Kawada. Lance visited Kawada's ramen shop. I didn't even know that was a thing. So I'm oh, officially jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Neil, we're messing with you, all right? Yeah. Thank you for yeah. keeping us with you through traffic so on a Thursday I, I, night. <laughs> I have a funny theory. I wonder if Tony Khan finally pulls the trigger with... Uh, with the um, ROH World Championship run for Eddie Kingston, because hey, for once Eddie Kingston yung hindi and yung hindi act out backstage, diba? so he gets a World Championship for good behavior, right? Because uh, for once he wasn't the one who started shit backstage. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. Um, you asked if the ROH Championship is the equivalent to uh, what was it? The, the world, world heavyweight, heavyweight championship. No, it's it's more equivalent right now to the NXT championship. As sad as that sounds, it is what it is. Um, Tony Khan, since buying ROH, he hasn't really done much with it. Um, I think he's just banking on the fact that the entire ROH library is available on uh, ROH Club. So Honor Club, Honor Club for nine ninety nine. So that's where the money is. Pero uh, it's hard to you know it's hard to not think that. Current ROH TV every week is just um, souped up, slightly decorated dark, which is not a bad thing. But if you're taking the legacy of the ROH brand, you got to do more with it. And there are stories, but uh, it's not, you know, it's not the must watch affair that it, it should be. Um, Yun, um, really good stuff. Uh, I, I predicted last week that uh, it was going to be hard for Kingston to lose the NJPW Strong Openweight Championship. It's not Tony Khan's product. It's not Tony Khan's uh, property. Right? So it was looking a lot more like uh, Kingston was going to beat Claudio finally. And he did it in New York. Um, uh, Claudio found out that he couldn't beat Kingston in New York. And uh, we're finally getting this feel-good moment. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure if this is Kingston's ceiling. I hope not. I think he deserves a run, even a thank you run with the with the real AEW World Championship. But um, the real World too. Championship, you my ex? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the real main championship of AEW. <laughs> yeah.
All right. Uh, congratulations to the Mad King. I agree. I, I echo what you guys said. Deserve and deserve the man. You know, uh, this podcast has a very soft spot for Eddie Kingston in our collective hearts. Oh, okay. I'm uh, congr- gonna, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, stop no selling our email. Po. Oh, All right. Uh, congratulations as well to Ray Phoenix. Na gulat na gulat as he won the AEW International Championship. Tayo rin, gulat na gulat. A- apparently, so, bali bali na, Oh, <laughs> apparently yung bali-balita is that that was not the intended finish. So um, we saw Ray Phoenix do his finisher twice on John Moxley. So ang bali-balita coming out of that is that Mox got injured. Dave Meltzer reported that it was a minor concussion, that Mox was able to walk out of um, the building under his own power, pero parang hindi masaya. Uh, sina Rene Paquette and the doctor. So maybe there's still some underlying um, health issues coming out of that match between Mox and Ray Phoenix. So I, I hope that Mox heals up and I hope na it's it's it, it doesn't appear to be too serious as uh, we go further from from today. Uh, but yeah, Ray Phoenix being international champion, I don't think this was on a lot of people's bingo cards heading into Grand Slam. Oh yeah, def- definitely. Because Max just won the title earlier this earlier this month, right? So people people were thinking that uh, this is gonna be a great title defense for Max, and they're go- they're gonna cook Ray Phoenix and him are gonna cook uh, with this great match. But unfortunately, early I noticed this early in the match. I was watching the match before we re- before we go we went live, and I noticed he- he- parang when Phoenix did the dive uh, on on that. On the ramp, uh, to Moxley on on the floor, his head kind of bounced off the floor, and I noticed that after that he was it was it wasn't like you know the usual Moxley, and um, I think either that or the first finisher, the first um, the first uh, first instance where Phoenix did his finisher and didn't kick out when he's supposed to kick out. So I do hope Moxley is okay, uh, but this is. A nice surprise, I guess, at Drake Phoenix. I mean, we have always wanted the Lucha Bros to branch out as singles, single stars. So if this is a first step to them becoming single stars, then I'm okay with this uh, Ray Phoenix uh, title win. I'm sure the title will go back to Moxie at some point. Because you know, ju- this just happened because he got injured. I don't need to see the championship go back to Mox. Okay, he, he did his job. Um, he he gave us a good feel good moment uh, versus Orange Cassidy when Punk was acting out. So uh, jobs done again, as far as I'm concerned. You know, as far as I think a lot of people are concerned as well. Uh, Phoenix can do you know can make the most out of this uh, this great opportunity. He's phenomenal. He's great. Um, one of the I, I think I wouldn't be offended at all if you if people were to call him the next Rey Mysterio in, in terms of being a big uh you know a big um icon for Lucha Libre so okay with Phoenix uh it's just one of those things uh the concussion is just one of those things uh in yeah um the hazards are real right? so um it's one of those accidents that unfortunately happened because of the physical nature of the sport um and it was good. I don't know who decided in the middle of the match to call it. Um, uh, a lot of other instances, a lot of other times, um, nobody would have the uh, the balls, I guess, to you know call a, a complete audible and um, change the entire plan and uh, give uh, an entire championship to someone who wasn't planned to win. So that's pretty cool. That's the best part about this. Um, I think Mox... If Mox was the guy to call it, um, and I think he does have that power because he is uh, one of the veterans and um, the actual champ. Right? So if he had the balls to call it, then really good because he understood that, okay, there's something wrong. Um, whether he had the power or you know whether he had the uh, awareness at the time to do it, uh, um, he couldn't continue like this. And it might, you know, it might end up him with him... Uh, Eventually dropping it anyway, if if it turns out to be bad, so okay, na rin na they decided on the spot na na, na manalo si Phoenix. Um, I guess the only one who didn't know was Rick Knox, <laughs> you know, between the three of them in the match, which is mm. uh, bad form because uh, you know if if Moxley was concussed that early, then uh, there was a lot of time to tell Rick Knox, uh, okay, we're changing this, and it seems like um, 
Rick Knox only found out nung first uh, driver that uh, uh, Max was going to drop the championship. Diba? So, yung bad wrinkle done. Yeah, but you know, uh, it could be so much worse. So, for those of you who pr- uh, probably still haven't uh, bought into Ray Phoenix, uh, you might want to check out his stuff from Lucha Underground. So, who've seen Lucha Underground in the mid 2010s, we kind of know that Phoenix is the real deal. So, um yung prospects ng AEW International Championship picture with Phoenix at the helm now that he has the championship. Right. Uh, one last thing coming out of Dynamite Grand Slam, at least for the live stream, is an apparent injury to Adam Cole nung Grand Slam. So this was during the main event, MJF versus Samoa Joe. Hindi ko maintindihan bakit sa Grand Slam mataas yung elevated stage nila. Pero dahil dun, parang natapilok itong si Adam Cole or mali yung landing niya when he jumped down. And he had a noticeable limp from that moment on until the end of the show. Yeah. So... Yeah, you seem very exasperated by this. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm not, I'm not exasperated. I, I feel bad for for Adam, diba? So, um, um, I hope that it's just a sprain because it it feels like when you step wrong, um, and he messed up his limb, his 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 foot. So, I hope it's just a sprain, like what happened to me. So, um, I hope it's not bad because they they have a good story right now. Uh, they're still in the middle of the detour. In their good story, so there's a lot more to flesh out on their end. So, if I'm exasperated, it's because of that. Because I don't want them to stop and cut that short. Um, if this is a serious injury, and I guess we'll find out eventually, um, I kind of want Adam Cole to think about giving it up. Naren, um, he's had he's gone through so many bad injuries over the past year. Nah, I think um, you gotta quit while you're ahead. But that's a story. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Um. May I saw may loko loko kanina sa Twitter. I saw na na nagpainjure na si Adam Cole para magkasama na si Lenny Roddy sa hospital. True friend. True friend. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, I do hope Adam is okay. I do hope na it's not a major injury to for him to miss so much time. Because sayang thing, we have so much. They have so much momentum now with this story. Na it would, uh, it, it would, you know, it would be sad if he's uh, gonna be gone for a long time with this injury. So I, I do hope he's fine and. You know, I know. Why is Grand Slam lang yung may ganon, <laughs> yung may elevated na, na stage? You know, maybe it's something. It's maybe it's from you know the arena, them from the stadium itself, parang discretion. I don't know. Pero yeah, the, it was one of those things. Na I know accidents do happen in wrestling, even though uh, in the in ring sometimes it can be an entrance. Sometimes you know it, it's you know. I mean, you have the quad injury happen. to I uh, know Mr. McMahon, the Royal McMahon, Rumble, two thousand five. Yeah. <laughs> that, so, that happened. Uh, those things do happen, and I do hope he's fine. Do like, do hope that he's okay and uh, he'll be back sooner rather than later. On a related note, since we're talking about entrance ways, naisip ko lang na sobrang awkward talaga ng mga ramp na pababa. I mean, I get it. You have yeah. an elevated stage, di ba? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 You know, for yeah. the entrances and everything. Pero pag yung ramp mo pababa and then merong run-in or merong mga taong tatakbo to break up, uh, break a melee or whatever, they all look so awkward na parang kinokontrol nila yung pagtakbo nila. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, as a wrestler, it's one, it's, it's one of my biggest fears na matapilok ko dun sa ano. Like, what happened to or fucking Tony O'Neill, di ba? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there you go, di ba? <laughs> Di ba, yeah, no, it's, only, it's only a WWE thing, right? I, I don't know. Oh, it's an AEW thing too. It's an AEW thing as well. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Ba, I, mean, I thought it was only the, a WWE. No, yung ano, yung panahon ng two tunnels, they, they, they go down, they, uh, they okay. slope down, di ba? Mm. So, it's one of those things. It looks good on TV, but, you know, you have to mind your footing, talaga. Yeah. The, yeah, the okay. WrestleMania one, the, the fucking roller coaster ramp that they had. Oh, yeah. 34, ba? 34, 33? 33. 33, yeah. 33. 80 yards. That was 80 Jesus yards. Jeez, <laughs> I hated that. Like, I'm like, curved entrance way ng, ano, ng Royal Rumble kesa dun sa yeah. pa- fucking roller coaster space shuttle na ano, pababa. <laughs> Sobrang hassle lang nun. Yung, yung pababa na ramp eh. Kasi nga, di ba, what if you have to run down and like save your friend? Di ba? Parang, ano ka, mukhang gago na you're trying to control your speed para di ka ma- madapa or matisod. So, Not that I think about it, I'm surprised we haven't, parang wala, we haven't seen much of 
much accidents while running on that ramp. Because yeah. people are controlling themselves, but, but um, in the process, they kind of look silly. The normal ramp kasi is um, pretty short. It's, it's, it's sloping downward, but it's also pretty short. So WrestleMania actually is mahaba. So it's not... Um, when they go down, for Raw, for WWE, uh, it's only like a quick... I know it's it's a gentle slope. It's a quick um, slope. That was its level. Now. So it's not that bad. So that's why you don't see a lot of uh, a lot of trips. But the one they did at Grand Slam was pretty big because um, LED ramp shot, and then it was kind of elevated as well. So I think Adam Cole had to jump off to get to the ring side to the side of the ring. bad landing then. Mm. Uh, to answer Aaron, yung kay Titus, I think it was a combination of the ramp and him just not controlling yung speed niya. <laughs> he was running down for his entrance, but it was like the greatest Royal Rumble or something. Tapos yun, natisud siya. So that's why he slid under. Makes you appreciate John Cena for running that, you know, running that way on, on that ramp also. Well, all these years. Eh. No. <laughs> and stood the cameraman also follows him. You know, so. Mm-hmm. so there, uh, we're going to end the live stream on that note. Uh, we have a bonus episode that we're going to drop tomorrow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So there are additional topics. Natin. We actually have a lot between Becky Lynch, the build for Fastlane, Chad Gable, Sammy Guevara's low blow on Chris Jericho and we'll also give our thoughts on the Global Heritage uh, Invitational heading into yung ano, No Mercy match between Noam Dar and uh, whoever wins between Butch and Joe Coffey all of that coming up in the bonus episode for now though let's get to some plugs Emil meron ba? I don't have plugs but again I, I'm inviting everyone uh, to, uh, to head on to Hobby Stadium this Saturday for the quiz night and uh you know, um, plug on it then. Uh, the ne- the next day is MWF. Uh, I'm gonna be Yon. I'm gonna be watching. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching there. Someone that's from let's promote. So. Let's promote Emil's appearance. <laughs> Emil will <laughs> <I> like appear. <laughs> <laughs> Emil will appear. MWF to Leon Laban. like yeah. Let me see. Please say hi. Like I'll be watching one the best Philippine wrestling there is. So there. Now I'm gonna have to react like John Cena did when he was called the. Greatest of all time. Emil plugged uh, what we were supposed to plug. So I'll just plug, uh, even though the season is over, uh, please go you know, check out Unmask the Chronicles of Roma and Sandata. Um, you haven't seen the final episode, the final two episodes. Um, they're up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so please go check that out. If you want to know more about me, if you're a new listener here and on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and you want to know more about the local wrestling scene and the recent history of the scene, please go check that out. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Unmask the Chronicles of Roman Islands and that. And uh, since Emil already plugged MWF, um, we got a little something different to plug as well. Uh, other than our Rock of Manila broadcast every week on Monday, 9 p.m., on Rock of Manila TV and the Facebook and YouTube pages. We're also now uploading, uh, I think it's a quick experiment here. We're uploading full episodes of MWF Action Novella on our YouTube page. So just go search Manila Wrestling Federation on YouTube. It's a full episode. It's what aired on uh, Monday's Rock of Manila. So yeah. that is for this episode, for this week, for, for today, it's the first hour of the main card of uh, Road to Fate. So go check that out. There's a good match uh, between Stan's boys and uh, Crystal and Rex Lawin. Yeah, uh, go check that out, please. On my end, uh, Katatapos Lang Nung Heels Season 2 over the weekend. So we wrapped up our coverage of that on post-show recaps. Uh, Ro and I actually recapped Episode 7 of Season 2. So go check that out on the post-show recaps feed. Uh, It's easy to find. Just look for Heels Season 2 on post-show recaps on Spotify and uh, your favorite podcatcher. Tapos para sa mga nanonood ng wrestlers on Netflix, if oh, yeah. you uh, have not seen oh. that or if you're planning to catch that <laughs> at kailangan nyo ng kausap, we gave you our thoughts on it sa Picks of the Week episode namin last Tuesday. But my post-show recaps co-host Grace Leader and I are also going to talk about that next week. So yeah, we're going to process the entire thing. Uh, Ro and I have been through a lot of what these people in OVW have. So, uh, medyo hard relate. Sounds family, Iganga. Yeah, uh, go, go see that. Like I, I, like I said on the, on the Picks of the Week show, I don't need to see it because I, I lived it or, you know, I kind of lived it. So, 
Uh, I'm not in a mad rush to finish it. Um, but it, it is a good look. I recommend all wrestling fans who aren't fully aware of the inner workings. Yes, it's a curtain pulled all the way back. But it goes to show you what we go through as companies who aren't the major leagues on TV. Right? So uh, go check that out. Um, I hope that you... I, I know you guys who listen to this podcast. I know that you guys know what it is right? and, and know what the business is like. But uh, it, it opens up to more empathy from fans. Yeah, please. Please go check out Wrestlers. If you have Apple TV, kayo, watch Monster Factory. Na rin. That one's a bit more positive, a, b- a bit more uh, warm and fuzzy if you want that type of viewing experience from your wrestling documentaries, which admittedly, we don't get a whole lot of. Um, let's say thank you to Babyface producer Jasper and all the other producers at the Pod Network for all of the work that they do. Uh, we will catch you all on Saturday for Quiz Night, September 23, 8pm at Hobby Stadium. Kita kita tayo doon. Glendale, bala ka magdala ng entrance music mo <laughs> bala sa buhay mo wala kami pa entrance music ah. uh, that's all on Glendale so if you find him go badger him for your uh, assigned entrance music si Glendale ang bahala alright kita kita tayo until then uh, go follow the podcast on social media for your pasabay needs and everything else it's at Wrestling yeah. Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and Instagram Twitter and TikTok it is at Wrestling2XPod individually it is at Chino Supersized at Monday Night Rowan at EML underscore Meister at Roizwar and at underscore Stan C on behalf of Ro Moran and Emil Nate my name is Stan C it's another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in the books and and for today, we are reminding you once again to never forget and never again. We're out of here. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.